Welcome to the Culture Matters podcast, Inside Indeed. We're here to discover the stories and challenges of Indeed employees, also known as Indeedians. We help people get jobs, and we're here to share how and where we're hiring globally. Hello, everyone. It's Marquise from the Employer Brand Team, back with another episode of Culture Matters. And today we have a very, 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 very special guest for so many reasons. First of all, uh, she was my neighbor growing up. Like, I've literally known her since I was like three years old. Second of all, she actually referred me to Indeed. So I would not be here if it wasn't for her, most likely. I am joined by the one and only Andrea Stallworth, who is a senior account executive for Indeed. Andrea, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Oh, I am excited to be here. I'm excited to do this with you. Like you said, we've come a long way from knowing each other since youth and to work now at Indeed is just such an honor and a blessing. So incredibly excited for this opportunity to chat with you. Yes, me too. And I'm going to try to, I have to go into this with the mindset of like, I don't already know the answer to a lot of these questions, Mm -hmm. but this is for our viewers. This is for everyone listening in right now. So I'm really excited to dive in and let the world know more about the fabulosity of Drea. So I think just kick off, tell me about your career journey, like from college to how you found yourself at Indeed? Yes, so I went to the University of Bridgeport and I studied psychology. Um, I just have a genuine interest in how the mind works and how people work. And I've had several careers, but the the meat and potatoes of my uh, professional experience was from Robert Half, where I worked as a, for office team as an account executive. Um, getting candidates temporary job placements. And that's when I realized I truly enjoyed changing people's lives in a sense, professionally, even though it was temporary job openings and a temporary gig, I really enjoyed calling those candidates and saying, hey, you've been selected for this assignment, whether it was two weeks or six months and just hearing how grateful they were for that opportunity. And I went on an interview with Indeed. Um, It's funny, someone from Indeed reached out to me early on in my career, Robert Half. I actually respectfully declined because at that time in 2012, I didn't really know what Indeed was and who Indeed was. And I just was happy where I was at. And uh, fast forward to 2014, I was reached out to again by the Indeed team and started in a department called Client... uh, Client, it was was client services, but it was like client development, something along the lines that it doesn't exist anymore. Because Indeed has grown and changed in all of that good stuff. Because I joined Indeed in 2015. Yes. This is when we were, we were both working on the fourth floor. Yes. And I started in client services and I was literally like, I think one of 28 people that were <laughs> on uh, client care, which was the phone lines. And now they, I don't even know how big that team is anymore, but it's like incredible to see the growth mm-hmm. that Indeed has had from then to now. And even like, like it's, I'm so proud of the growth between 
both of us from where yes. we started from that fourth floor to where we are now. So segueing from that, can you explain to me kind of what your career journey has been since you started in DC? Absolutely. So once we, the department that I used to work in, as I mentioned, was eliminated and we were actually rolled into the account management department, which Sandra Lavin ran. Um, I always admired Sandra. She just was such a strong um, leader in my eyes, even though I didn't work directly with her initially. Um, I just, I interviewed with her for her team. And when I first uh, interviewed with Indeed, so it was really exciting for me for, uh, for the opportunity to work uh, in her organization. So worked in account management for several years. I want to say maybe two years, three years, and then account management was asked to roll up into the sales department. And needless to say, I was incredibly nervous to move over to sales. Um, just everyone has these, this idea of what the sales department is and uh, the rumors behind it. But I really, I can't be more grateful for that transition and the change that the organization decided to make to move account management into sales. Um, I think it's made me a stronger, just individual, professionally, personally, um, more direct with my messaging. I've learned how to be a bit more assertive, especially being that the sales org is really male dominated. There's not many women in the sales department, just kind of having to shift gears. And like I said, being more assertive is what was an exciting challenge for me. So now we are at senior account executive. <laughs> boss things. Yes. So what does a senior account executive do? How do you describe your role? What does your day-to-day look like? Yes. So I'm a senior account executive in the enterprise um, organization. And the goal, I don't say the goal, but I would say some of my responsibilities, not only to identify opportunities in my book of business, retain and grow my book of business. That's, you know, a a fraction of the job. You are looked at as a leader, being a senior, um, not only to new hires, but to your peers and your colleagues. That's also what comes along with being a team lead. And that is my goal eventually to uh, become a team lead within the enterprise organization. So some of my responsibilities as a senior account executive Again, not to only identify opportunities in my book of business, uh, retain and grow my book of business and be that strategic partner to my clients, but you're also looked at as a leader um, to your peers, uh, new hires. So you don't get that title senior for no reason. It's not just handed to you. You have to earn it and you have to earn it by having a proven track record in the, the sales org and, and, you know, obtaining certain goals and KPIs and mainly, of course, you know, hitting your quota. So I want to go back to a point that you made earlier about transitioning over to the sales org and, and kind of like some preconceived notions that you had that it might be like very intense and quota driven. So from knowing you, I know that that's not what it's really like. Mm-hmm. So I I want, I'm hoping that you can explain to our listeners kind of like what your experience has been being in the sales org. So, you know, going into the sales org, we all have these preconceived notions of what our day-to-day is going to look like, how hard it's going to be, um, you know, just those, those Sunday scaries going into the next work week. And I'm not going to lie and say it's, it's 
a walk in the park, right? We have certain expectations of us as sales reps that we have to meet. Um, but what I will say is it wasn't, it's not as bad as I thought, thought it was, it, the experience was going to be. Um, knowing myself, I just knew that I had to be organized, assertive, flexible, and strategic. And that just required a little bit more, you know, attention to detail, doing some more research, um, leaning on folks that were more senior than me um, to be successful in this role. And I think we are totally blessed with a company that like gives us amazing perks and benefits from open PTO to due days, um, the bonuses, just all of that kind of stuff. So how would you say the perks that Indeed offers kind of lends to making that sales journey a little bit easier? Yeah. You know, everyone deserves a day off and you don't want to feel bad about taking that time off. Right. And I can honestly say I have never felt guilty if I needed to take just two days off in the middle of the week to hit the reset button. It's actually encouraged because if my mental health isn't there, then how can I be a strategic partner to my clients? So it's, it's really refreshing to work for an organization that encourages you to take the time that you need so you can be the best person um, with whatever role that you're in to be the best person um, in the role that that you're working in at Indeed. Um, Of course, you know, the bonuses are incredibly lucrative. I am grateful for the bonuses that Indeed gives me. I'm grateful for that because it's given me the opportunity to really change my life. It's helped me buy my first home with my husband, take several trips with with my family and friends. As you know, Marquise, we've traveled together multiple times um, over the past couple of years. And just somewhat of that financial freedom that before I I truly have never experienced. And I want to go back to a point that you made about the the PTO and not feeling guilty about taking PTO, because that's a conversation that I think a lot of job seekers want to have with people that work for a company that say mm-hmm. you have open PTO. Cause then it's like, well, you have open PTO. What does that mean? Like, do you get that kind of like guilty feeling for really taking it? And it's like, I always tell people like, no, like it's, it's mm-hmm. really encouraged that you utilize that open PTO for yourself. And like, I think that's why that like led its way over to the U days where we then have to take those days off yeah. once a month because your mental health is so important and that work-life balance is so very important. And I think that um, it allows us to create that that life that we have outside of work and, and really um, aid and care to our, our mental health. Yeah. And to dig into the U days, it's funny that you brought that up. I love that we have U days now because I was I was finding myself since we started working from home um, with, you know, COVID and all. I was just not taking PTO because I was home and I felt like I barely wanted to even take, you know, a lunch break. And you forget sometimes like, yes, you need to take a step back and stop what you're doing. And so what if you're home? It doesn't matter you're still working, you're still in front of a laptop. So I, I was incredibly grateful that Indeed almost forced us to take more time off because it just shows that they truly care about our well-being and, and like I said, our mental our mental health and a clear mind. Um, um, so that, that was great that they offered that to us. Yeah, I always say, 
I love open PTO, unlimited PTO. It's 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 great, but U days just hit different. There's, if they do, there's just something about a U day that hits different. So when I think about sales, I think of like a male dominated industry. So I'm yes. sure it's a, it's a different experience being a woman in sales and then being an African-American woman in sales. Yeah. So can you like talk me through what your experience has been like navigating that? So moving into the sales organization, the majority of the females in the sales org now were from account management. I was you know familiar with the women now in the sales org, but at the end of the day, it still was a male dominated org. And I always wondered, not only as a female, how I would fit in, but as an African-American female, there was only one other African-American female in the entire org um, in, in Stanford. And one way I combated that, you know, I, I started to refer people. I started to refer people that looked like me in, in all, not even in sales, just in all departments. I noticed that there was a trend and I noticed that there was an opportunity rather to increase the amount of minorities that indeed had employed, just to put it frank. Um, and I, I had this moment like it's like a light bulb went off and I said you know Adrea you are you you are who you are you know what you're capable of and these these fears that you have of working with a ton of men you know all day every day not knowing to what to even talk to them about it doesn't matter you got this job for a reason and clearly I've been here now eight years so I'm obviously doing something right um and I just realized like I needed to just be my unapologetic, authentic self at all times, no matter what. One goal, one major goal that I have right now um, is, like I said, to become a team lead. There are no African-American female team leads in the Stanford sales org. And I do want to change that. And I think that there's opportunity to change that. Um, And that's truly one of my, my strongest goals right now. I love that. And I can totally attest to how you just being you and your 100% authentic self has gotten you so far and indeed. And I love you saying how you decided to use the referral program to get more people that look like you. And and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the, another great benefit of indeed is being able to refer people. And, you know, the, the bonus that comes with that doesn't hurt at all. <laughs> Um, yes. So yeah, and like I said in the beginning, like I would not be here if you did not refer me. So that oh. is a great story to tell. You would have made your way in somehow. You I don't know. Have... I really, I really don't know. Like I don't like back in 2015. Like I feel like that's when it indeed started to like become more and more known. But yes. still, like, I didn't like I wouldn't have known that indeed was in Stanford if it wasn't for you. So mm-hmm. you referring me like legitimately, it's it's so crazy to think like. Seven years ago, you referred me to Indeed, and now I'm here interviewing you on Indeed podcast. Like, full circle. circle. It's so, so, so insane. And we've talked a lot about um, the perks and benefits and all that kind of stuff about Indeed. And um, for my final question, which I love to ask all of my guests. Yes. What is your favorite part about working at Indeed? Oh, my goodness. It's hard to narrow down one factor that I love about Indeed, but if I had to, I would say I love our mission. Our mission to help people get jobs um, really speaks to me. 
knowing that when I wake up every day and the work that I'm doing is impacting someone else's life, it brings so much joy. Um, and it makes me feel, I don't know, important and valuable and just, just wholesome. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, what we're doing, whether you work in sales, whether you work in employee experience, human resources, we are really impacting the world and we're impacting um, people and, and the human race. And that alone just makes me feel, it almost makes me feel like a humanitarian. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I completely attest to that. And I, I love your response to that. And I thank you so much for your time today and agreeing to do this with me sidebar. Dre is like one of my favorite people to hit up whenever I need something. I'm like, hey, can you mind doing a video for me for this? Or can you take a picture in an Indeed shirt? Can I interview you for a podcast? So the fact that I finally got her on this podcast is a big for me. And I'm so, so, so grateful for your time. Yes, you're so welcome. Thank you for inviting me and, and making me a part of this. And this is just another stamp that I'm putting on in my Indeed in resume. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful to, uh, to just be a part of this organization and really get my voice out there as, you know, just an African, African-American woman in sales at Indeed. And a boss. Oh, and a boss. Thanks so much for listening to our Culture Matters podcast, Inside Indeed. You can see more of our employee stories on social media by following the Inside Indeed hashtag. And you can learn about where Indeed is hiring at Indeed.jobs. 